Welcome to the Complete Engineering Podcast, brought to you by the College of Engineering. We are Nebraska, where we build complete engineers with the technical and non-technical skills to do big things. Visit us at engineering.unl.edu. Welcome to the Complete Engineering Podcast at the University of Nebraska. I'm Matt Honke. I'm Carl Vogel. And today we're with Daniel Johnson and Dalton Raby. Daniel, the Vice President of Membership with ESAB, our Engineering Student Advisory Board. And Dalton's the Executive Vice President with NESCO, the Nebraska Engineering Student Council at Omaha. We want to talk to Dalton and Daniel today about what their groups do in the college and get a look at the student experience on both the uh, city and Scott campuses here at the uh, College of Engineering. Yeah, we have a great setup for our university, for our College of Engineering. We're on both campuses. We're in Omaha and Lincoln, and it's one university, one College of Engineering. And uh, Dalton and Daniel, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Dalton, let's start off talking about NESCO. Could you uh, maybe explain what what is NESCO and uh, how it has an impact for the Nebraska engineering students here on Scott campus? So NESCO is the Nebraska Engineering Student Council at Omaha. It is a council made up of engineering students to serve engineering students. And I think the biggest way we serve the students individually is through events. We threw a huge Halloween party that around 100 people show up. And I know a lot of people like to come together for those. Uh, student org-wise, we do a SPF process where we distribute funds up to a point for certain events so we can really encourage growth and use of other student orgs. On a more branding or commercial level, we make a magazine called Engineering at the O that current and prospective students can go look at. So we're really trying to expand to see how we can further improve life on the College of Engineering and how we can make that easier for our students. Yeah, there's a lot of great things I know going on right now in Omaha. I guess conversely, Daniel, on the on the Lincoln side of things, uh, City Campus and East Campus, what is ESAB and how does it have an impact for the students in Lincoln? Uh, so ESAB is essentially the same thing as NESCO. We have a lot of the same functions. Um, however, we have a different name. We go by the Engineering Student Advisory Board, uh, or ESAB for short. And we also go through a, an SPF process in which we dole out money to all the different student organizations on campus. And we also plan a lot of events for um, all the students to go to. We have a lot of free food and we have a lot of free development opportunities. Uh, we go on some industry tours. And so just a lot of opportunities for undergraduate students to get involved in the college and kind of branch out and meet new people that outside of their major and prepare for their careers. Now, one of the big things at the College of Engineering every year is E-Week, and ESAB and NESCO are at the forefront of planning that event. It's really a a student-driven event. It's a a week-long series of things that bring the college and the students together and and try to get them involved. Uh, How is it that your organizations go about planning together and separately? What what, what are the the ideas and the processes that you go through to to plan that big week every February? I'd say between both campuses... One thing we both have to agree on is the theme. Since we are one big university, but still two different campuses, we have to have the same thing to keep it consistent. And I know that's usually between a couple of emails and a phone call. And this year it's like nature and resources, that kind of theme. But then what's different since our campuses are two different sizes, we just kind of plan our own events. And we I know we advertise like the two big events on each campus. But otherwise, most events done on each campus are just done in NESCO-wise and ESAB-wise on their own. Yeah, we're pretty independent of one another when it comes to the actual events, but it's a great week. A lot of fun stuff going on. What are your first memories of E-Week? And were the, was that anything that got you interested in being part of your groups that you're representing today? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I did. I didn't join ESAB until my sophomore year, but I definitely remember walking through um, the engineering complex my freshman year during E Week and just seeing all this stuff going on. And I got a lot of free food, which is always a big plus. <laughs> so that kind of drew me in, and it was it was really cool to see all the things that these students were able to plan. Just like Dan, I joined Nesco my sophomore year as well, and I lived on North Campus of Omaha, so I didn't really get to experience a lot of the e-week activities my first year here. But since I joined Nesco my sophomore year, I got to take photos at the events and actually got to participate in them. And I think I remember for our Fresco event, we had to build like popsicle, like houses or cab holds. And that's like the big thing that just kind of like stuck with me is that like everyone just like came together, made stuff. And we got to see it like the rest of the year on social media. And it's just kind of a nice way to bring everyone together to celebrate engineering. Dalton, how would you characterize the student life experience for engineers on Scott campus here in Omaha? I'd say it's definitely different than a majority of other campuses in the nation. Since we are a smaller engineering campus, since everything's in one building, it doesn't feel cut off from the rest of the city. But here in Omaha, it feels like you're really integrated into the city, or we have so many industries surrounding us that we're never in our own world. And there's so many things to do here that it just makes you feel like you're never really just on campus itself. You get to celebrate parts of the city while also having a college experience. Yeah. The Scott campus here in Omaha, it's a beautiful campus. It's really integrated nicely into the exorbitant area that's been built up over the last 10, 15 years. It's a very impressive area and a number of different industries that are really right next door. So it's a it's a great area. And it's it's a very modern area that, that has a lot of different things that can attract not just college students, but general public to this area, which makes it uh, a greater opportunity for students to interact, like Dalton said, with members of the, the community at large. Daniel, I'm going to ask the same thing to you then. What's the student experience like on city campus, east campus in Lincoln uh, for engineering students? Um, I'd say it's pretty similar to what Dalton said in that we're very integrated within the city. Um, UNL campus is located right next to downtown Lincoln. And so you can walk 10 minutes and then be in the Haymarket, which is our fun little renovated downtown area. And there are a bunch of restaurants that you can go eat at. Uh, we have Memorial Stadium, so you can go watch a football game. That's a big thing. We also have the um, Pinnacle Bank Arena, which is in walking distance. Uh, there are a lot of concerts there and a lot of basketball games. That's pretty big. Um, our volleyball team's pretty good, so... Well, and we are fortunate as a College of Engineering to be on both campuses. That's a real positive and a benefit for us. We also, there are some students that, that commute between the two, and we have an any ride system, a bus that will take you between campuses if you are a student that needs to be on either Omaha or Lincoln. But uh, yeah, there's two distinct fields between the campuses, but it's, it's one strong program on, on both. One of the things that, that we've done in the College of Engineering over the last few years is We've initiated the Complete Engineering Initiative that we've talked about in previous podcasts. And we've also, one of the things we've done for the students is start a core curriculum that blends into this. You start from an early on in your freshman year taking classes that teach you more than just the technical skills for, for engineering, but more of the other things you need to succeed. How has your experience been in those classes? And do you think now that you're both seniors, is it preparing you for that next step once you get past graduation? Oh, I think 100%, yeah. Soft skills are something that's and most engineers definitely lack. And so it's really great to, to be able to uh, develop leadership skills and teamwork skills and self-management and all the things that go into being a really great professional um, alongside the technical knowledge that you need to be an engineer. And so I think it's incredibly beneficial. 
I actually have a bidding and part of the core classes for the complete engineer, but for my position in NESCO as an EVP, I actually make presentations and activities for each competency of the complete engineer. Like September, it was self-management, so I made a presentation about planners, budgeting, just so you can start setting up those skills later on throughout college. And then we had a discussion to see what worked, what didn't. Same for October, teamwork-wise, team-building activities. And I really like how we're starting to integrate that more because it's not just focusing on math, physics, and this is what you need to get through, like, technical-wise. They're really pushing the communication and personal skills that you're going to need after college. Have either of you had any uh, professional experience outside of being a student, an internship, uh, working teaching classes, uh, helping out, anything along those lines? And and how are these skills that you're learning in in the the complete engineer helping you in in that? Do you feel it gives you a leg up? Definitely, yeah. So I've had three internships uh, during college, and my soft skills have definitely been the most important thing uh, at each one of those internships because you need to be able to talk to a bunch of different kinds of people. And the operators are some of the the most helpful people that you'll meet during the internships, but you need to be able to communicate with them effectively. And so developing these soft skills is really important to do that. I'm also a TA for freshman class, and so being able to communicate with them and serve as kind of a leader and someone they can look, look up to is important, and it's definitely been helped by the Complete Engineer Initiative. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I had one internship this past summer where I was working on a team with the other electrical engineers at the firm, and teamwork is a huge part of it. Like, if you can't communicate with the other people on your team, you're not going to be working efficiently. If there's a change that happens on a project and you don't know about it, that could cost hours of work and just make a huge fuss. So the fact that we're really instilling these skills now makes students coming out of the college a leg up over other universities, I think. Yeah, that is definitely the feedback that we're hearing from industry, and it's certainly something that makes complete engineer important. Those competencies that we're talking about are intercultural appreciation, leadership, teamwork, self-management, service and civic responsibility, and engineering ethics. These are all components that are in addition to obviously the technical skills that any engineer will need to learn to be successful. Certainly both of you exemplify that uh, very well. I guess let's go back before you became an engineering student at Nebraska. Growing up, what sparked your interest in doing this? What, what led you to this field? I always like to kind of tinker with things and uh, you know, take things apart, see how they work. Pretty stereotypical engineering background. And I also took some engineering classes in high school and we got to uh, I think the project that really got me interested was we built an elevator, a small-scale elevator, out of VEX robotics parts, and then we were able to program it ourselves and put all these sensors on it and then press a button, and it would move up to the right floor and then stay there for a certain period of time and then move back down. It was just really cool to be able to produce something like that and build that with my own hands. And so that's really what drove me into engineering in the first place. And then I ended up choosing chemical because I, I took some chemistry classes in high school, and I really liked that. So that's kind of how I got into engineering in the first place. I had a different path to engineering, I want to say. Until about October, my senior year in high school, I was going to go study agricultural economics at Kasner down in UNL. But I remember junior year, I come from like a really small school, graduated with 34 people. So we had a career day where alumni came in and talked about what they did for a living. And we actually had someone from the faculty at the Durham School come in and talk about architectural engineering. And so as October went on, I realized maybe ag wasn't for me, so I switched to ag engineering. 
And then like by December came around, I kept looking at UNL's website and thought I was just going to switch to architectural engineering since lighting and acoustics really seems like something I really want to do. And I might as well go all in. Uh, and you can't pick a better place for architectural engineering than the program here in Scott Campus, the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's one of the preeminent programs in the country in that field. Was that a contributing factor in making your decision or were you guys, both of you, were you both Nebraska engineering all the way? What, what brought you to the college? I'd say definitely for me, it was always going to be Nebraska. Rooting for the Huskers your entire life and just knowing kind of like state pride is huge here. You know, you want to go to UNL, you want to be a Husker, and it's a huge legacy that you want to be a part of. Yeah, and I was also born and raised in Nebraska, and I did consider like South Dakota School of Mines, Colorado School of Mines, but I wanted more of a, a well-rounded college experience. Uh, I love engineers, but I wanted to be, I wanted to have like other perspectives as well. Um, and then money was also uh, definitely a factor. I got some good scholarships that kind of pushed me towards Nebraska. And then I came here and I haven't regretted it. So both of you actually have very different uh, backgrounds and what brings you here uh, in terms of where you come from. Daniel, you're from Omaha. You're the largest city in the, in the state, almost a million people. And Dalton, you are from Hooper, Nebraska. And how many people live there? We'll say around 800 people. About 800. And I think it's technically Hooper. Right. Hooper. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> those Nebraska pronunciations that you don't get anywhere else. I don't yeah. want to say that wrong. Beatrice <laughs> has said like three different ways I've heard it. So anyways, with that said, I'm going to start with you, Daniel. Okay. What is it like to go to a larger campus to, to be in Lincoln and you're coming from Omaha, the big mm -hmm. city? How has that transition been for you and, and how has that affected your, your college experience? Um, I think it went really smoothly. So I went to Miller North for high school, which is the biggest high school in the state. And so I graduated with 600 some people. Uh, and so moving into UNL, it was kind of nice to still be in that kind of like big school atmosphere where uh, I don't know a lot of people, but there's still a lot of people around all the time. It was the Department of Chemical Engineering was a little bit different, though, as I moved my way through uh, my class is only about 30 people big. And so um, that's been kind of a, a fun experience, getting to know everybody in my class uh, on a name-to-name -name basis and hanging out with all of them uh, pretty frequently versus when I graduated high school, like I didn't know half the people that walked across the stage. And so that's been, that's been fun, and mm -hmm. I've enjoyed that a lot. That's got to be a completely different experience for somebody who... I went to a big high school, too, and graduated with about 600 kids. So I know that you feel like you're a number there, yeah. but you get into the chemical engineering department and you've got 30 other kids in your class. You've got to be developing lifetime relationships with a lot of these right. people. How do you see your interaction with them moving forward? I mean, are, are you going to stay close with these people? Oh, definitely. So um, I'm going to move down to Texas after I graduate. I've accepted a position down there. And uh, one of my other classmates is also down there. And so... Uh, we're going to spend a lot of time together, uh, which will be fun. But, you know, we're all really close friends. We hang out pretty much every weekend. And some of us are getting married and we're all going to each other's weddings. And it's just a really, a, we're a really close-knit group and we're not really competitive at all, which is a big, a big bonus that UNL has over a lot of other engineering colleges. But, yeah, it's really great to be close to everybody. And Well, congratulations on the, on the job. Oh, it's always you. good to hear that. Dalton, you came from small town Nebraska, and you're on Omaha's Scott campus. So how has that transition gone for you? At first, it was very different. Going to classes for about 20 people in high school to 60 to 70 and some gen eds was pretty different, but just kind of keep your head down and work. You kind of get used to it. 
But definitely, like, driving, walking around Omaha was way different than being on a farm. (laughs) (laughs) But I'd say after sophomore year, when you get into more, like, specialized classes, like right now I'm in classes with 10 to 15 other people. It's just like high school again. I feel like I know everyone in my class. So I think Omaha was kind of like a perfect bridge into college, where if I went to someplace bigger, it would still be pretty awkward and different, not knowing maybe someone who sits on the opposite end of the class. So in both of your guys' cases, you feel like it might be, the college might be bigger, or the university might be bigger, but you're still able to get that that small class feeling. You still have a community, a sense of community with the people that, that are around you. You've been able to keep that throughout the, the college experience. Yeah. Right? And the Durham School has a career fair up here every year, and it's been very successful in lining up students from the Durham School with employment opportunities, both full-time employment and internships. What's your situation looking like after graduation? I think my situation's looking pretty good. Uh, I've handed out a lot of resumes the last career fair. Like The career fair fills up a huge conference center, and it is physically impossible to talk to every single company there. Like I remember the first year I went, I tried, and I was physically exhausted after that. But you never feel like walking out of the career fair like you didn't make an impression on the company. You always feel like you gained progress, whether that turns out in an internship or not. Maybe not, but you know you have connections later on. So next year when the career fair comes around, you know you've met these people before. They know you, and there's going to be a lot more success next time going around. And being that engineering program, you're part of the 4 plus 1, where you're headed for a master's degree in a five-year program, correct? Yep. So on both campuses, in Omaha and Lincoln, we have our great engineering student services staff that provide career services, advising a number of different student benefits there. How has that helped both of you out in your situations? Again, I'll start with you, Daniel and Lincoln. How have you been able to use some of those student services? Uh, during my first couple of years of college, they were always there to like review resumes and make sure that you were ready for the career fair. Um, the advisors are also really good. Uh, I know I came in and I didn't. I had like no idea what I was gonna do with my four years, and they were able to point me in the right direction and make sure that I got everything done so that I could graduate on time. And they were able to put together the career fair where I found my job. So that was pretty, that was pretty nice. And that's very beneficial. So they were really there kind of hand in hand along the way, helping you through that journey. Right. Yep. That's great. Dalton, how about Omaha? I love the engineering student services here. For the first two years, we have a set advisor. Mine was Garrett Gassman. And he was great for advising. I remember that first semester, again, being in a huge new college, I was really timid. And he helped me set up for classes, gave me advice academically, and just made sure I was going to keep on track. And then after that, we get specialized uh, advisors. And again, they're really helpful. They're faculty as well. And you know them more on a personal level, you feel like, when you do advising. And so they know what you're going through. They know your class load. And they're going to be able to give you advice on what to do and what not to do. Dog or cat? Both. Who's your favorite superhero? Spider-Man. Favorite tailgating food? Uh, Hot dogs. Have you ever used a slide rule? No. First video game you owned? Oh, God. Spyro. Favorite musical genre? Alternative metal. What was your favorite toy growing up? Uh, Legos. If you could time travel, to when would you go? 1970. (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of 1 to 10, how strict are your parents? Uh, 7. Do you know how to run a VCR? Yes. Chocolate or vanilla? Uh, Vanilla. 
Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. What's your pet peeve? Uh, chewing loudly. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Herbie Husker or Lil Red? Uh, Herbie Husker. Least favorite Thanksgiving food? Yams. God, <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand those either. Okay, well, we want to thank Daniel Johnson of ESAB and Dalton Raby with uh, Nesco again for joining us. Thank you both. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Complete Engineering Podcast. For more information, visit us at engineering.unl.edu.